Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by Carolina, who you can find on Instagram as Curl Up With Books. We are reviewing Reckless Suit by Alexia Chase. Um, This book is part of the Cocky Hero World by Vi Keeland and Penelope Ward. And if you read Stuck Up Suit, then you have already met Chloe because she is Graham's daughter. Welcome back to the podcast, Carolina. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Okay. You want to read the synopsis? Yes. Can a divorced man find love with a much younger woman? Damon Macklin. He's been divorced for years and is preparing for his oldest child's wedding when a beautiful young woman runs into him in the resort lobby. He's much too old for her, but when his daughter, Carissa, decides once again it's time for him to make nice with his ex-wife, he tells her that he's dating someone. Which someone? He uses the name of the woman he ran into at the front desk. Chloe Morgan. She's hiding out at a Lake Tahoe resort for the weekend after catching her boyfriend and cousin in an intimate act. Her best friend, Dahlia Knight, pays for her reservation and all she must do is pretend to be her friend for the weekend. Simple, wrong. What happens when two people who shouldn't have anything in common grow together for a weekend at a five-star resort? Will Chloe help Damon out when he gets caught in his lie? How long can they keep their hands off each other while pretending to be a couple? Do Chloe's parents know where she is? Will Chloe ever tell Damon her name? What happens in Tahoe stays in Tahoe. Not always. What if Damon and Chloe have a lot more in common than they think? Manhattan, here we come. Can they work past their miscommunications and fears? This story is filled with twists, turns, ups, and downs. By the time you're done, you're going to feel like you've just stepped off a roller coaster ride. Buckle up, baby. Okay, so this book was released July 20th or July 19th of 2020, and the tropes are age gap, fake relationship, and instant connection, and has a steam level of four. So let's talk about Damon and Chloe. Like they meet because Chloe literally runs into him. And is like taken back by like how how pretty he is basically, and so they have this instant pretty, connection. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think he's better than just pretty. <laughs> yeah, he's a silver fox the way she talks, but he is yep. actually not that old because he and his ex wife got pregnant when they were like seven seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So they were young parents. So, I mean, yes, he is like a good deal older than her, but at the same time, like he's still not that old. No, no, he's not that old. Um, But there is definitely an age difference between the two because Chloe is 22, Mm -hmm. um, which is, I think, a year older than his daughter. (laughs) Yes, they're very close in age. And so like his daughter is getting married and she has this constant want for his him to be happy and maybe like he needs to get back with his ex-wife but he is she is not a good person she had left when their youngest was not long after he was born and so she basically left damon to raise their kids all by himself like she would jump in and out of their lives every once in a while but for the most part she was pretty much hands off Yes. So you get a lot of that in the beginning where he's, they have their instant connection, but he also recognizes that he 
could be her father and you know then at the same token he talks about how he's done this on his own and he's kind of ready for his own thing mm-hmm. yeah and but i love one thing that i really loved about him is his he had a really great relationship with both of his kids like they were open they were honest but they were you could tell he truly cared about them and cared about their well-being and wanted the best for them Yes. And I would agree 100%. There was a lot of just clear love without, you know, there was fatherly affection, Mm -hmm. but without being overbearing. Right. So he wanted the best. He wanted the weekend um, wedding for his daughter to be wonderful and perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, He, he loves who his daughter is marrying. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, it actually made me curious, and I don't know the answer to this, but it made me curious if his daughter and her fiance had their own book. I don't know. I was I was trying to find that, but I didn't see anything. So I will have to go in a little bit more searching. Maybe because can, I'd be curious on their story too. Maybe we can ask our listeners. Do you know yes. if Decker and Carissa have a book? Because we we want it. I want to read it. it. And if they don't have one. Can we get one? <laughs> Can some author out there yes. write it for us? Please, please, please write this book for us. Because I did. I liked I liked them. Like in there were little like things that Carissa would say, like through like in the story, that their their journey to getting married wasn't the smoothest. Like they had their ups and downs. Um, but yeah, you're right. I want their book. <laughs> so my thing is she tells I understand why she's checking in with the incorrect name and doing all of that stuff, <coughs> excuse me, with the with Dahlia's name because everything is in Dahlia's name. But when she meets Damon, like I'm I'm kind of frustrated that like she doesn't give him her real name because I mean, why would it matter if he knew she was Chloe? I got the impression when they met initially it was because they were right by the front desk Mm. so she couldn't give the name for the front desk agent who she just checked in with true to say no this is somebody else now were there opportunities other opportunities for her to kind of just say yes um but that doesn't help us in the storyline no, it takes doesn't. away plot points it does. So that balance of <clears throat> her being truthful her not and and i think one of the themes that is thread throughout the book not only with her being truthful about the name and later on um being standing up to her father a little bit more which we'll get mm-hmm. into a little bit later that's part of her journey in the arc right. of her character where she needs to find her own voice mm-hmm. um, and stand up for herself. So Damon is in the hotel bar. His ex-wife comes up to him, like is talking about how she's been looking for him and all this stuff. And he panics And the first, <laughs> excuse me, the first name he thinks of is Dahlia because he had just met her. She's on his mind. Like he has this like intense need and want to like, to continue seeing her. And so he kind of sh- like shoots himself in the foot because there's this real person with this name in the hotel and his ex-wife is like, that's, it can't be true. Like she's not real. And so he's makes up this story about how she's working and isn't sure if that she can come. Um, but then 
they run into her. And, and before he can tell her what mm-hmm. he's done, she introduces herself to the ex-wife as mm-hmm. Dahlia. Exactly. And it's like, oh, I thought you said she couldn't come. And so they kind of jump into this whole fake relationship type thing. And it kind of snowballs from from there <laughs> because they they do. They have this crazy connection, which I, I love that it was a, a theme throughout the whole book. Like it wasn't like they had this really intense connection and then things happen. They go their separate ways. They come back together and they don't have to work back into it. Like the connection is still there. The intensity is still there. It's just moving past some of the, the frustrations and miscommunications that they originally had. Yes, they definitely had a natural chemistry and kind of their first outing together was the rehearsal dinner. So it wasn't, they were put in a very public situation mm-hmm. where they had to play off of each other, talk to other people. Um, he let her tell the story of how, how they, they quote, how they met, which <laughs> was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it just flowed really easily. So that, I really enjoyed that part of it as well. So then, you know, when it got to the point where, um, Chloe slash Dahlia um, (laughs) was like okay maybe this could be something more because she she's escaping because she found her boyfriend and her cousin Mm -hmm. doing something that they shouldn't Um, you know she kind of takes this weekend for herself and her friend Dahlia the real Dahlia encourages her to so I think once she felt comfortable with Damon it allowed her the opportunity to push it further. And I liked that element of it versus just going, jumping into the deep end and then Mm -hmm. backtracking. One thing I did really like though, is the only thing that she says that is untrue, she is her name and the way they met. Like those are the only two like untruths that she Mm -hmm. like even blurts out. Like she talks about like, her job and she talks about school and she talks about lots of different things like at that rehearsal dinner and at the wedding, but she's 100% truthful. And that's one thing I really like too, is there wasn't any like half truths. Like her name was like the name and the, the way they met was the only thing that either one of them had to elaborate on. And I thought the author was, was really honest in that. And I, you don't always get that when you're in that type of storyline. And it, and it comes back later on in the storyline as well um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. that that helps her and that helps her character. Right. Um, and even in the story of how they met, the pretend story, there's a lot of truths in it. The coffee mm-hmm. shop is where she works. Yeah. There's the, the pet shop that she talked about coming out of um, wanting all the, playing with all the puppies is mm-hmm. right next door to the coffee shop. So there are elements of truth into that. It's still her truth. Um, even though it's not their truth. Yeah. Let's talk about Chloe's relationship with her dad and her stepmom. I love that she's close with all four of her parents. And I almost wish we had a little bit more interaction with her mom and her stepdad because we don't meet them at all in this book, but like she talks about how close she is to all four parents. Um, But I didn't, one thing I didn't like though, is she is so open and honest with them, but she doesn't stand up to her dad. Like she almost like, her stepmom is very supportive and wants her to like 
branch out and stand on her own two feet. And her dad like keeps pulling her back and she allows him to. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Um, but at the same time, it's it's part of her journey and it's part of her arc where mm-hmm. she needed to find that way because she's also allowed him to do that. Yes. Um, she needed to find her voice and to step up to say, no, this is what I want to do. This is how it's going to be. Um, and this is what I want. And I'm an adult. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so it yes I wish it would have happened a lot sooner mm-hmm. um, but when she finds her voice loved it yes I agree and I think Soraya Soraya um, I think she was a big factor in it because she basically looked at like her and Graham had a conversation after they find out about everything that happens and she even tells Graham, like, you need to pull back. Like, she's not a baby. She's not a high school kid. Like, she is an adult. She's been working for you since she was 16. She's been doing this, this, and this to establish herself. Like, she is, like, a strong, confident, like, competent woman. Like, you need to treat her as such. Well, and it goes back to a little bit that as much as I wanted Chloe to step up, I also wanted Graham to step back. Mm-hmm. It, and so I think they've they've enabled each other to have that yeah. relationship. Um, and I think Soraya was a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. I have not read Soraya and Graham's story. I have not either. But this book definitely made me want to, especially some of the tidbits you get mm-hmm. about them. Yes. And about their relationship. Um, you know it's going to be spicy mm-hmm. <laughs> and definitely interesting. Um, but I also loved how I think in a typical kind of mom and dad setting, um, Soraya was pretty hip to what was going on, pretty mm-hmm. observant to what well, was happening. Most everybody was. The, <laughs> yeah, the Graham had those like was the blinders. Yeah, those blinders on because it, yeah. it's like it's his little girl. So he he didn't he didn't notice it and didn't want to see it. No. So they Damon and Chloe meet in Lake Tahoe at this wedding. And then she goes back to New York to work, like to work at her dad's company. And she walks into the office and there is Damon. Well, they have, they have a steamy night in Tahoe. Mm. Their chemistry continues throughout the weekend in the wedding. Yes. Um, But then that's where he discovers her name's not Dahlia. Yeah. And And so there's a very kind of bad separation. Separation. Yes. We don't want to spoil how it happens. No, but that would be bad. That's that's but where the surprise comes in yes. when they see each other in mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. So Damon has actually partnered with Graham's company. So like he has either signed some sort of partnership agreement or bought into it. And so they are working together from now on. And she is not aware of this and doesn't know that like this has happened, doesn't know Damon's name. And so she walks into the office and there is Damon. And they both are like kind of dumbfounded at the idea of what happened because he even says like on the plane to New York, oh, like Graham's daughter, she's like 11 or 12, like she's little. like, And so he has this picture in his mind of this little girl and she is not a little girl. Well, and I think and- that's also a testament to how... I think Graham talks about her. 
and sees instead her. Of, yes. Instead of talking about her as a young adult, he talks about her as a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then things, I mean, they, they kind of start up right away, like once they're in New York, because they talk about it and she explains to him like why she was giving him the wrong name. And it's a logical reasoning, logical explanation. And there were moments where she, like she's very, I had read a couple reviews because I like to do that. And there were a couple people who said she was very weepy. Like she seemed to cry a lot throughout the book, but I mean, she's a 21 year old woman who is dealing with emotions and there's a lot of change happening. And so and plus, but there's, there's some there, there are hints exactly reasons why she's weepy. There are, and there are hints to that. And it's, but at the same time, it's like you're allowed to be an emotional person. It's not like she's all out like crying. Like she gets teared up. Like I mean, I read a book and I get teared up. Like my kids say something mean, I get teared up. Like, I'm not a young twenty something. I get teared up at a commercial. It's. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a young 20 something either. And like, I could, I tear up like three times a day on like a regular <laughs> basis. I think that's one of the other things I really enjoyed about the story is it allowed her still to be her age and who she was. Um, but she also had a maturity about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of that's from her upbringing and her responsibility. Um, and that showed through. Um, she definitely had some some lack of life experience and bedroom experience that she wasn't quite confident with. Um, but, she, but she gets rid of that real quick. Real quick. Um, but Damon allows her to explore that mm-hmm. um, without belittling her. Um, he does it in a really natural way, an encouraging way, um, which just, it made me love him all much all that much more and when he realizes she's when she tells him her lack of experience she he encourages her to well let me be Mm -hmm. let me be the one to help you and get that experience yes and there's so many other good things we could talk about but we are running short on time so we are going to move past to our questions so if you want to get the really good like reaction of graham when he finds out you'd have to read the book because we're not going to talk about it now it's an it's an incredible it is it's intense and it's really funny so did you like this book uh uh yes i did (laughs) um damon and chloe had great chemistry i think which we've talked about and i've gushed Mm -hmm. over um and like i said i loved how damon encouraged chloe to explore and become more confident in herself Mm -hmm. I liked it too. I hadn't read Alexia Chase before and it definitely isn't my favorite book, but I enjoyed it. Like there was some really, there was great chemistry off, like on the page and like you could feel it off the page. She does a lot of inner dialogue type, type set. And I'm not a huge fan of that when it's so much, but overall I did really enjoy it. Who would typically like this book? Um, you would enjoy it if you like an age gap with lots of playful banter and loads of steam. Yes, definitely loads of steam. It's very steamy. And it runs along the line of a rom-com because there are some really funny parts. Um, so, But not quite enough to put into like full-on rom-com category. Yeah, I was surprised at how much I was, Giggling. how much I giggled at, at 
parts of this book. Yeah, I didn't like laugh out loud aside from like the hotel scene, but there was a lot of like under under breath like, giggles. Snicker, yeah, uh -huh. giggling, snickers. Yeah. So would you recommend this book? Um, yes, I I would recommend this book. I enjoyed their immediate and natural chemistry and the steam was definitely hot. So it's mm -hmm. great for just a fun, playful read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would too. It's a quick, and it's quick, like it's a quick read with lots of steamy mm -hmm. moments. And I love the interaction between all of the family units, which you don't always get in a romance where it's like each family itself was happy and they blended really well, which I liked. Yeah, it was an easy, fun read. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Carolina, for joining us on this quick shot of romance. Thanks for having me back, Leah. It's fun as always. <laughs> All right. Happy reading, everybody. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.